On this episode of Kids Bible Breakdown, we're breaking down Job chapters 22 through 25. In the second round of discussions, we heard Zoe give his last speech. But chapter 22 starts round three of discussions, and L and Bill are still going at it. L is back up with his final speech, and he continues right where he left off. He still thinks Job is suffering because God is punishing him for some sin he committed. Then L gives some examples of some possible sins that Job may have committed, like withholding food from a hungry man or sending orphans and widows away empty-handed. Maybe he thought listing all these random horrible sins would jog Job's memory of some forgotten sins, as if Job would be like, oh, that's right. I forgot about the lady whose husband was a servant of mine, and when he died, I kicked her out and stole all of her stuff. Only Job didn't commit any heinous sin to begin with. So this is just more false accusations Job has to deal with. Then he goes on accusing Job of acting like God doesn't know and see all the bad things Job has done. L goes on to say that Job should just accept the fact that he can't hide from God and he should confess what he has done so he can be at peace with God again and then God will restore him. And that's a wrap for L. Of course, Job replies beginning in chapter 23. He again states that his complaints are bitter because he has done nothing wrong, but he can't find God to plead his case and God will not talk to him. But in response to what El had to say, Job says, even though he doesn't know where God is, he is well aware of the fact that God knows exactly where he is at and what he has been doing. Job said that God knows the way he has reacted to God testing him and he believes he will come out golden. Job said that he follows the Lord and his commands closely and treasures God's word more than his daily bread. But despite all of this, God is like no other, and God will do what he wants to do, and no one can oppose him. And because Job treasures the Lord and his word so much, but feels abandoned and even attacked by God right now, Job says he is fearful of God, but he will continue to speak up about his situation. Job continues to speak in chapter 24, saying that he wished God would set a time for judgment. Wicked men do all kinds of evil and wrong things and live good lives while taking advantage of the weak and the poor. And through all this, the weak and poor suffer and cry out for help, while the wicked seem to have no consequences. But then in verse 13, Job states, There are those who rebel against the light, the light being used as a term for God who do not know the light's ways or stay in its path. Those wicked people commit all kinds of evil acts at night under the cover of darkness, thinking that no one can see them. But God sees them, and eventually God will hold them accountable for their actions, and they will have to suffer the consequences of their wicked ways. So it seems like deep down, Job knows that God has set a time for judgment, just not necessarily the time that Job wants. Then we go on to chapter 5, where Bill speaks up for the last time with six short verses. He expresses that the Lord is over everything and all are in awe of him, meaning his power, holiness, awesomeness, and everything about him is a wonderful mystery that can take one's breath away. Bill continues saying, No man can be righteous compared to God. Even the moon or stars aren't bright or pure in God's eyes. So men are basically just maggots and worms fine words for Bill and chapter 25 to end on. But let's go back to what Job said in the latter part of chapter 24. I have read that some believe that what Job is saying about God punishing the wicked makes it seem like Job is actually siding with what his friends have been saying the whole time, which is God makes bad things happen to bad people. 
which is also the belief that compelled Job's friends to think that Job had done something bad. Some people even go as far to believe that the last portion of this chapter were the words of one of Job's friends. But I disagree. Job is on the struggle bus, and I totally understand. He feels he has been doing what God wants him to do, yet he is going through this horrible time. I can't even imagine having to bear half of what Job has had to experience. And during this awful time in his life, he cries out to God, the one he loves, trusts, and depends on, and he gets nothing. No words of encouragement, no explanation for why all this is happening, no response at all. To make matters worse, his friends are all turning against him. Job is in physical, mental, and spiritual anguish. So his human mind is trying to make sense of it all, trying to find a way to understand and deal with how all this bad could be happening to him and how in his most desperate time of need, God abandoned him. But even though Job feels like God left him, I feel like God is giving him wisdom and insight. Much of what we hear from Job is his human brain debating with his spirit. What he is feeling is duking it out with his soul. His two sides are at war with each other. In chapter 19, Job talks about seeing his Redeemer in his flesh after his flesh has been destroyed. And you can almost hear Job's soul sing in excitement for that time. And in chapter 24, I think Job is reminding himself that our God is a just God. And although things seem unfair right now with all these bad things happening to him when he's the one who devotes his life to God, while many wicked people who avoid God in his ways seem to get away with everything and actually even prosper. In the end, our just and holy God will make everything right. The righteous will be restored and the guilty will be punished. And praise God for that. That even in hard times when our flesh and human selves are miserable and struggling to make sense of it all, and we can't seem to hear God's voice, we can still know that our God is a just and loving God, and we will be restored and united with him in the end. A beautiful promise that gives us hope that we can hold on to through the rough times. And that promise was given to us by our amazing God through his amazing word.